0: Come on, you got, you got to seize the goddamn gap! people are so goddamn inefficient! Oh, goddammit! I don't care if you're old! Seize the gap! Welcome to Seize the Gap Fantasy Football, where we help you win your fantasy football leagues by seizing the gap so you can stop being so inefficient. I'm Magna Mills, and I'm here to help you set your lineups in Week 11 by discussing some players who I'm sitting and starting this week. Thanks again for checking out Seize the Gap. Find us wherever you get your pods by searching for Seize the Gap find us on social media at ccfff and you can find our youtube channel at joe Blow Football if you could please take a second to just like this rate the podcast wherever you're at helps us out a lot helps people find the show and we really appreciate it please and thank you sometimes we'll change things up based on the week this week it seems like the easiest way to go about things is just briefly go through each game hit the high notes i mean you don't need me to tell you to start jonathan taylor right let's start out with that eagles at colts game The Eagles, it's pretty much the usual suspects. You're starting Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, even Devontae Smith. I think you go ahead and start. I'm not getting cute in starting an Eagles tight end with Dallas Goddard out, basically no matter what format you're in. On the Colts side of the ball, you're definitely starting Jonathan Taylor. You can start Michael Pittman, but I think you have to dial those expectations down into the wide receiver three flex range. And I think you can start Paris Campbell here, get most of his work out of the slot. That's going to be a nice matchup for him because the Eagles slot corner of Vontae Maddox just went on IR last week, and he's shown a nice rapport with Matt Ryan. So especially in PPR leagues, I think you go ahead, start Paris Campbell, Eagles D, also a good start here. Moving on to the Chicago-Atlanta game, Chicago, again, usual suspects, go ahead, start Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney. David Montgomery and I think you pretty much have to start Cole Komet at this point if you have you know Travis Kelsey or something as your best tight end that's great but for the most part it's hard for me to find a scenario where Cole Komet is not one of my top 12 tight end options this week and if you're desperate for running back don't get cute with Tristan Ebner he's going to be the change of pace back for the Bears with Khalil Herbert out if you're in a deeply go ahead pick him up just to see what happens but definitely not a guy you want in your starting lineup this week and I do love me to chase Claypool, but I think he's basically kind of your, you know, what the heck flex this week. Not somebody I would actively be trying to get in the starting lineup. For the Falcons, again, Mariota's okay as a streamer. I don't hate Cordero Patterson, but again, probably more of an RB2 flex play. Kyle Pitts, you kind of, again, have to keep rolling him out there, but it is what it is. And I think you have to still keep Drake London on the bench. I'm hoping for better signs here, but just hasn't happened yet. The Cleveland at Buffalo game is now taking place in Detroit. Again, pretty much a usual suspects affair here for the Bills. Go ahead. Start Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis probably could start their DST. I'd play Devin Singletary, but I don't love it. Again, probably in that low end running back to flex range on the Brown side of the ball. Definitely go ahead. Roll Nick Chubb out there. But that's about as far as I'm willing to go. If you're really desperate at running back two. Just no depth there. You could do worse than Kareem Hunt, I guess. Really not a fan of Amari Cooper here. Mild interest in David Njoku if he plays. Might be one of those things where you have to play Njoku because the tight end position is just so bad. Maybe you could get a little bit cute with Donovan Peoples-Jones or even David Bell in a real emergency, but I probably wouldn't go there this week. In the New York Jets at the Patriots game, I think you can play both Jets running backs, Michael Carter and James Robinson kind of as... Low end running back to high end flex options. I just don't think that the Jets are going to want to put the ball in Zach Wilson's hands here. So I expect the running backs to get a lot of work because I said that don't count on Garrett Wilson to deliver this week. He's been pretty good recently. Hard guy to bench. But again, at least lower your expectations. You know, he's fine as your third wide receiver, second flex, something like that. But don't get your hopes up. Tyler Conklin's a pretty nice streamer here at tight end. The position is bad. Scored two touchdowns against the Patriots in their last matchup. You know Bill Belichick is going to try to take away the running game, take away Garrett Wilson. Tyler Conklin could be the beneficiary there. If you're in a super deep league, I don't know. Elijah Moore is moving to the slot. I want to say nice things about him, but at least have him on your radar, I guess. On the Patriots' side of the ball, Ramondre Stevenson's lock and load. Patriots' defense is lock and load. And I would also say Jacoby Myers is lock and load. Despite the fact that the Jets have a nice uh, cornerback tandem, Myers works out the slot a lot. I think he's a fine low-end wide receiver, too, this week in PPR leagues. In the Rams at the Saints game, I'm literally not starting any Los Angeles Ram. If I could help it, Cooper Cup is gone, and it is a wasteland. Don't get cute with this one. Maybe you could start Tyler Higby, but the matchup is pretty terrible. Saints are generally the worst team in the league at covering the tight end, so it is what it is. If you have to go there, I get it, but and if you had to choose between one of the wide receivers, I guess I would go with Van Jefferson over Allen Robinson. I'm just I'm I really don't want to start either of them. I don't want to start a Rams running back on the Saints side, it's pretty much the same as it always is. Wheels up for Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, love the Saints D. You play Will Lutz, but that's about it. You know, there might even be a quarterback change mid-game here for the Saints if they don't start out hot. So be a little bit cautious there. In the Detroit Lions at New York Giants game, again, usual suspects for the Lions. You can start both running backs as kind of low-end running back two slash flex plays. Amon Ross St. Brown is locked and loaded in there. I don't know that there's anybody else on the Lions side I'm really interested in. On the Giants side of the ball, obviously, lock and load Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones was a pretty excellent streamer at quarterback. And I don't mind both Darius Layton and Dolly Robinson here as receivers for the Giants. Again, wide receiver three, wide receiver four, flex-type plays. But I like the upside here. Detroit is one of the best possible matchups. And you might own Graham Gano, kicker for the Giants. Just a heads up here. There is some fairly decent wind, especially early in the game here. So if you have another option, a kicker, I might go there. Moving on to the Carolina Panthers at Baltimore Ravens. For the Panthers, it's pretty much you can start Dante Foreman. If you have no other choice, you can start DJ Moore. And I think that's a wrap pretty much. In fact, I'm really trying to even avoid my man DJ Moore where possible. He has shown exactly zero chemistry with Baker Mayfield. On the Ravens side of the ball, if you're struggling at running back, both Gus Edwards or Kenyon Drake are probably okay flex plays back end running back, too. They are what they are. Isaiah likely makes for a nice streamer tight end if Mark Andrews is out. Should know that by 11 a.m. tomorrow or so. And again, a lot of wind here in this game. So I would be careful if you've got the Justin Tucker or even the long passing game. You know, Lamar Jackson's questionable illness. He's expected to play, but I don't think I'm going to get cute with the Devin DuVernay or any of his other pass catchers outside of Isaiah Likely. So I think you're really keeping it to the ground game here. Ravens defense is one of the absolute best plays of the week. In the Washington Commanders at Houston Texans games, I think both running backs for the Commanders are flex plays, especially if they get up early. It could be a nice game script for Brian Robinson. And with J.D. McKissick out, Antonio Gibson is getting some work in the passing game. You're obviously starting Terry McLaurin. Not getting cute with uh tight end there. Logan Thomas is still on the bench but I do not hate starting Curtis Samuel or Jahan Dotson if you're kind of desperate at wide receiver. Both got some nice big play upside of showing nose for the end zone this season. So if you're kind of digging deep, I don't mind that. And if you're really digging deep, I don't really mind Nico Collins for the Texans either. I'm kind of hesitant to play Brandon Cooks at this standpoint. You're obviously starting Damon Pierce, but that's probably it on the Texans side. And I do have to say that the Washington DST is a good streamer here. The Raiders at the Broncos game is not really that interesting for fantasy purposes right now. On the Raiders' side, it's pretty much start Devontae Adams, start Josh Jacobs. That is what it is. I am avoiding the Denver running backs. In fact, really, on the other side of the ball, I'm starting Cortland Sutton. I'm starting Greg Dolchich, and I think Russell Wilson is a streamable option given the matchup. But that's really it. This is not a game you want to have a ton of shares of. I suppose if you're, you know, digging deeper for a streaming defense, the Broncos are acceptable here. The Cowboys at the Minnesota game is interesting. I'm pretty much starting everybody on the Cowboys. I wish Jerry Jones or Mike McCarthy or someone had the good sense to name Tony Pollard the starting quarterback over Zeke Elliott, but it looks like they both play, so they're both flex options here. If I had them both and I can only pick one, I would start Pollard over Zeke. I'm going back to the well with Michael Gallup a little bit here. Love Dalton Schultz. Love C.D. Lamb. Like Dak Prescott got quite a bit, so wheels up for Dallas. Still starting their DST here, even though it's a little bit tougher of a matchup. Over on the Vikings side, again, you're starting Hawkinson. You're starting Dalvin Cook. You're starting Justin Jefferson. That's pretty much it. I don't mind Kirk Cousins. It's kind of a back-end quarterback one, but temper your expectations a little bit. I think if Minnesota wins this game, a lot of will be on the back of Dalvin Cook. And I'm probably benching Adam Thielen here, if possible. I don't hate it if you don't have a lot of other options. But the addition of Hawkinson in the matchup here, just not really doing it for me with Adam Thielen this week. Then we've got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, on the Cincinnati side, usual guys, you start Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I'm probably benching Hayden Hurst here. I don't hate the Cincinnati Bengals DST, but I'm not going out of my way to play them. On the Steelers side of the ball, I'm definitely playing George Pickens. I'm definitely playing Pat Fryermuth. Then it gets tricky. I would probably start Deontay Johnson as a wide receiver three flex type. You know, he's fallen so far. He's going to have a breakout game one of these days. I'm just not sure that it's here. And I think Najee Harris is down to kind of flex play territory. I mean, Jalen Warren isn't bad either. This is becoming closer to a 50 50 timeshare. If you've got Harris, Kind of for that FOMO purpose, I think you're still playing him as a flex, but if you're in a deeper league and you're really kind of just scrambling for any live body at running back, I don't hate Jalen Warren. It's kind of a running back to Hail Mary type play if you're desperate. In the Kansas City at Los Angeles Chargers game, it's pretty simple here. You're starting Patrick Mahomes. You're starting Travis Kelsey. You're starting Kadarius Toney. That's pretty much what you're doing there. I don't mind Isaiah Pacheco or Jarek McKinnon, but they're not my first guys like in the lineup kind of deals. They're more what I'm debating. Pacheco will be nice if the Chiefs can get off to a good game script. If you think that's going to happen, you can play him. If you think that it's going to be a closer game or the Chiefs might even fall behind, then Jarek McKinnon is going to be the way you want to go. I don't hate Marquez Velda scaling here, scored his first touchdown last week, could find the end zone again here with the injuries, giving him a few more targets. And could this possibly be the Sky more breakout game? He could at least be on your radar as a DFS putt, if nothing else. On the Chargers side, it looks like they might not have Gerald Everett. You're obviously still starting Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams could both be back. I'm starting them both if they're back. If only one of them comes back, I could still probably live with starting Josh Palmer. If Allen and Williams are both back, I'm probably benching Josh Palmer. And finally, Monday Night Football game, San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. I am pretty much starting Everybody for San Francisco, just don't go too far with Elijah Mitchell. Had a nice game last week. I still expect Christian McCaffrey to really eat over there. So he's more of a flex play than a running back, too. I don't think it has to be Debo or Ayuk, but if I had the choice right now, I'd probably start Brandon Ayuk over Debo. But again, I think they're both in that wide receiver two range. Still rolling with George Kittle here. The Arizona Cardinals are one of the best possible matchups for a fantasy tight end. I think the hate has gone a little bit too far. I could see Kittle having a nice game, finding the end zone here. On the other side of the ball, you have to be careful because of the uncertainty on Monday night. Kyler Murray's a game-time decision and a legitimate one. All you can really do is put Josh McCown on your roster. Or, you know, if you could do Jimmy Garoppolo, that would be even better. But, yeah, it's pretty ugly. You're not going to have a lot of options if you have Kyler without having another quarterback here. Hollywood Brown could be back. DeAndre Hopkins is dealing with a hamstring. Zach Ertz is out, and uh, Trey McBride is in a tight end. This is really tough to figure out. It'll be even tougher to figure out when – you know, without knowing who the quarterback is going to be. So unless we get some clarity on Kyler Murray's status before kickoffs of the early game on Sunday, I am probably going to be trying to avoid most of the ancillary Cardinals pieces. I don't think I would take a chance on Marquise Brown unless we know for sure that he's playing. You probably have to play Hopkins given how he's played recently, but I do worry a little bit here with the hamstring. I would say don't get cute with Trey McBride. I love the talent, but he's done absolutely zero so far this year. And James Conner is fine. They will probably lean on him if Murray doesn't play or he's limited. But, you know, you kind of have to play Conner as a volume-based running back, too. But, again, my expectations will not be terribly high. That was it. That was our Week 11 Starts It thing. We hope you enjoyed it. This was Seeds to Fantasy Football. Again, find us wherever you get your pods. Find us on social media at Seeds FF. And find our YouTube channel at com. I'm Magna Mills. And please be aware that I don't care if you're old, you need to seize the gap. Good luck this week. And we'll be back next Tuesday with our week 12 waiver wire ads. Good luck this week. This has been seize the gap fantasy football. The views expressed here are those of the host alone and do not represent those of any other entity, individual or organization. All team names and logos are copyrighted by the NFL and their respective teams. Thanks again for checking us out. Come back next time. And we'll continue to help you to seize the gap and stop. Being so inefficient. Good luck to you and all of your teams. Who's that? Nobody. I said who's that? I said nobody. <laughs>